Hey, everybody, it's CJ Graham. That's right, Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th, Part 6, and you're listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall. something for after hours because originally it was supposed to be uh, serenity's friend but unfortunately he wasn't able to make it so we'll go yeah. with what we got that would work you know me i'll just start talking until we have a conversation so i'll figure yeah. out something for after hours <laughs> oh we're already like that. Yeah, I went ahead and started recording, so we can whenever you whenever you're ready, we can we can go ahead and get started. Well, hell with it. You guys ain't even getting an intro today. Fuck it. We're just gonna sit here and bullshit. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No, I I'm welcome. just here to hear Don. That's it. Yeah, but that, that's why we all show up. Like we do segments just so we can hear Don's segment. <laughs> yep. <laughs> welcome to Breaking the Fourth Wall Weekly. I am Christopher Stolly. Joining me as always is Don Smith and Serenity Stone. What's happening? There you go. I'm not even. I'm not even going to throw a joke out there. And first of all, as you guys, as you guys are well aware, uh, probably because it was recording before I knew it was, we were supposed to have a special guest today uh, to talk about the GameStop uh, stock market issue that's been going on. And uh, unfortunately, he is unable to make it due to a family emergency dealing with COVID. And because of which, uh, I definitely want to give out our, our warmest uh, condolences and uh, sympathies and hope everything works out well um, for him and his family members. You look like you were about to say something, Serenity. Oh, I was going to say thank you for that. I am definitely hoping that his mom doesn't get it as bad as others, but those who do have it bad, take care of yourselves. I hear hard-boiled eggs, for some reason, are very helpful with COVID, so... At-home remedies might work. It's the cholesterol. <laughs> what exactly do you have to do with them, though? Is the... Where do you you have to place the balls gently into your mouth and hum. Say, no. say that again. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where's my lotion? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you do with a hard-boiled egg, man? I, hey, you know, it's strange times with COVID. I have no idea. <laughs> last, last I knew with hard-boiled eggs, you dye them and hide them out in the yard and some kid goes and looks for them. Just some random kid? Just some goes, random kid. Okay. That's yeah. weird. Is it? You know, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, you had the panel van and uh, offering candy. Now you just hide Easter eggs in your yard and they come to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes, I guess. <laughs> right i looked out the door earlier and found my neighbor kid was out shoveling my sidewalk i'm not gonna pay him because i didn't hire him so <laughs> that's, that's awesome. it's good to have a neighbor kid that'll do that though well then again his mom and dad may have taught him that you got to just take care of the elderly exactly and, and i'm cool with that i'll be old as shit if somebody does my, he he mowed my lawn half the summer too so 
which I, I paid him for that. I threw him some money. I was about to say, did you pay him? You threw it. Yeah, I threw it. I, I made it rain because it was all ones. I was like, come here. Gave him a Jewish roll. <laughs> I didn't make it rain a lot. A thick stack like that, but only the top bill is a 20. The rest of them are ones. No, the rest of them are blank pieces of paper. Right? Because a stack like that, even if it's ones, that's still quite a bit of money for you know a working man. That is true. And, and since we're talking about ripping people off and being cheap, let's get into the news buffet. Perfect. <laughs> per perfect intro to that. How did, how did we, we couldn't have come up with a better segue. But welcome to the news buffet. Always a good time. We're going to start off with an update from a story from, I believe, last week. Is it the, uh, is it the Oscar Mayer wiener? No, no wieners. No, well, uh, I can't exactly say no wieners on this story. They'd be in a lot less trouble if they'd just get a room. The South Carolina couple busted earlier this month for allegedly having sex on a Myrtle Beach's uh, landmark Ferris wheel has been arrested oh, nice. once again on similar public lewdness charges, according to local reports. Eric and Lori Harmon, our, our two good friends, yes. uh, both 36, are now accused of performing sex acts in a supermarket parking lot and on a bench near a playground. On multiple occasions over the past few months, they allegedly filmed their public liaisons to share to pornographic websites, according to police. Uh, they surrendered to authorities on the new charges Tuesday, WBTW reported. Uh, Eric Harmon faces two new counts of indecent exposure, and Lori Harmon faces another four. <laughs> Damn, always seems to, she always seems to go a little bit further than he does. I'll she's, tell you, I'll tell you, trooper. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, you know, when you said our good friends, I was thinking to myself, you know, we need to get these people on the show <laughs> until, until you said they were, you know, doing it on a bench in front of a playground. It's like, okay, no, I don't want to Google. Right. Yeah. Over. That's a little much. That's <laughs> <laughs> we have our limit. We, there is a limit yeah so i will let you fuck on camera but just don't do it in front of a playground <laughs> right right it's a, it's a location 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 you can you can pee on a vending machine or two i'm cool with that <laughs> stay away from the kids you sickos <sighs> how do we know this isn't their form of income you know like there's those youtubers that if you make a request and send them money they'll like do daring things maybe there's some red tube stuff i so that's like, your guys you're thinking, domain. Like, only, you're thinking only like only fans yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah they, they've got an own only fans or they're doing it live on things like chatterbait or something like that sure but at the same time it's like i'm all for like you know spicing up locations and right. <laughs> public displays of affection especially if you're trying to do it for money uh, from from like the views of, of, of perverts like us who you know for some reason pay a whole lot of money to do what we had to do with our imagination anyway but there's got to be limits a playground i mean now i'm going to show you a picture here <laughs> well this is gonna be great nothing like that this is this is their mug shots and you tell me if these two uh share the same last name because they're brother and sister oh my god <laughs> you you cut her hair put a, put a little uh put a little scruffy beard on there it's the same damn person yeah but if you look at this picture you could actually read their thoughts like you look at him he's like why do i keep sticking my dick in that crazy you look at her she's staring at the dude in the camera like i want to suck your dick yeah 
<laughs> How much would you pay? Yeah, me she's for thinking, that? bring me a vending machine that I will piss all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I keep sticking my dick in crazy? Ooh, I want that dick in my crazy. Right. <laughs> Man. So yeah, that's uh that's a uncanny resemblance of those two. I don't think they're married. I think it's Eric and Lori Har- it's the Harmons, as in brother and sister. Yeah, that 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 goes that goes above and beyond the uh, top uh, trendings on on uh, Pornhub of uh, banging my stepbrother. Now it's I'm banging my brother and right, this, and, and she's, she's, she's they're getting paid three times. <laughs> Seriously, how much how much could they be making where they'd be willing to keep in, like incurring all these court costs? Sex sells. Like, yeah. Sex again. I I made a joke a long time ago uh, from from our friend Plague, who actually had the porno about two midgets fucking in a dresser drawer. You would think that's a novelty. That I'm telling you, sex sells. You will watch the ugliest people bump uglies just because it's sex. It, it'll won't. make money. <laughs> I won't. But there is a niche out there for everybody. You know what I mean? I remember a viral I- video going around when I was a kid. Uh, when the internet was still dial up, I remember a viral video of a of a girl sucking off a horse, and people watched it. You know what I mean? Oh my <laughs> I, god! I remember that, that one disgusting. too. I, I just said nay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a nay for me, buddy. If, there, uh, there's a, if there's a if there's a kink out there that can be caught on camera, somebody's going to pay to watch it. It's just that simple. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And and who knows, was, these two might be independently wealthy. Maybe they invested in a little GameStop, and now they don't have to worry about money. <laughs> if, no, if they would have invested in GameStop, they would save their criminal record. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody likes waiting in line, but that doesn't make it okay to threaten people. Customers at an In-N-Out say that a woman cut them off in line in a drive-through at one of the franchise locations in Utah. Uh, after trying to get the woman's as- attention, they say that a man pulled up in another lane and threatened them with a hatchet. <laughs> he must have been a juggalo. Because why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the incident occurred at an In-N-Out in West Valley City, uh, Fox 13 uh, now reports. According to the reports, a woman driving a silver BMW, of course, uh, cut in front of two men who were already waiting in the drive through line. The woman reportedly did not respond to the men when they flashed their lights and honked their horns. Several minutes later, however, another car pulled up and a man got out. He allegedly used a hatchet to smash the window of the car that the two, that the two men were in. Uh, the suspect reportedly followed this up by showing the two men his bloody hand and telling them that their blood would be next. <laughs> they're getting violent saying, at the in and out. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying they're right or wrong, but I understand with as often as I get cut off here in Philly, because people just do not have any type of road etiquette whatsoever. Um, like this morning, I, I took Jen into work. As I'm taking her into work, we're at a red light. This fucking car uh, SUV pulls up beside us in, in the bike lane. As soon as the light turns green, they cut right in front of me. They didn't want to wait behind me. Oh, yeah. That's all it was. And you brought up a point. You said BMW. Am I the only one that has noticed that the biggest dick drivers drive an Audi, a Lexus, a BMW, or a fucking Mercedes? Well, any one of those cars, of any one of those cars, they're going to be fucking dick drivers. Yeah. That's just like saying somebody who drives a Cadillac drives slow. They do. Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A Honda, like, a Honda. I can't get behind a Honda driver. 
Oh, Renity, Renity was a, I don't know if she still is, she was a Honda driver. <laughs> and I was not slow, I will say that. Well, there are two types of Honda drivers. They're Only the on ones dirt that road. go 120 miles an hour, and they're the ones that go 15. <laughs> okay, I, always, I, <laughs> I always get behind the ladder. Actually, funny, funny story. I made I made the joke about she only goes slow on dirt roads. There is there is a funny story that to this day still boggles my mind when Serenity and I got pulled over at a stop sign coming off of a dirt road onto the main highway. We got pulled over by a cop because we didn't stop for a full three seconds at the stop sign. We were only stopped for two and he stopped us and ticketed her for one second. Yes, I did. And explain to me that the tires have to be fully stopped and not in rotation for three full seconds before I could go. There's nobody on this deserted road. It's me and the stop sign. Nobody else. But I did something wrong because he only saw two seconds of my tires not rotating. Now, this was in Ellicott slash Callahan, Colorado. So literally, they've got two cops. It's like it's like hazard. They got two cops and nothing else better to do. Oh, yeah. There, <laughs> yeah. there, are, a lot of, there are a lot of those. There are a lot of those towns around. But we got more important shit. Uh, wombats, which are native to Australia, are known across the globe for their cuteness and their unique poop, which comes out in cubes. Uh, the geometric fecal phenomenon has uh, long been a mystery until now. A team of scientists finally cracked the science behind wombat poo uh, and published their findings in the aptly named Soft Matter Journal last month. <laughs> According to the paper uh, called Intestines of Non-Uniform Stiffness Mold in the Corners of Wombat Feces. <laughs> What a what a name for a paper. One more time called Intestines of Non-Uniform Stiffness Mold in Corners of Wombat Feces. Uh, researchers from Georgia Institute of Technology, GET, and University of Tasmania and Taronga Conservation Society dissected dead wombats, because why not, uh, that had died after being hit by vehicles. And noticed... <laughs> Well, at least they were already dead. They, they get the roadkill. Somebody's got to do something with it. So they were hit by cars, yet they're they're uh, they're studying the irregularities in their bowels. Right. That's I imagine the a car stuff. would make it very irregular. <laughs> right. uh, they right? noticed that the guts of the creatures contain layers of muscle and tissue uh, with two stiff areas and two more flexible ones. Uh, after creating a mathematical model <laughs> to emulate how <laughs> these guys need a hobby. Oh, wait, they have one. Yeah. Uh, to emulate how this gut might expand and contract during food digestion, researchers determine that after feces are dried out in the extremely long wombat colon, because <laughs> this is what we all wanted to know, which uh, 33 feet in length, that is a hell of a wombat colon. Uh, the stiff Ow. and flexible regions contract in tandem, uh, sculpting the poop into its unique cube shape. A cube? Wait a minute. Wombat poop is cubed? Cubed poop, yes. Yes. Get the fuck out. I didn't know that. <laughs> you want to see some sa- I want to see I some wombat like poop. Some samples, please. All right, let's see some, some wombat I'm just, poop. I'm just envisioning a like, sample guy here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is crazy. It, it looks it looks like the, the, the like the long tootsie rolls that are broken up in segments. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
that they do. Uh, that is actually how dice are made. <laughs> Considering I'm sitting here with a bag full of fucking dice, that scares me. <laughs> that's a talent. I have to say, that's a pretty good talent there. You, you well, guys I, never knew that wombat feces was cubicle. No, I didn't. I always thought it was like soft serve ice cream, just droppings. But geez, I actually, right. there is a, an episode of the Life Radio Show from like three years ago where I discuss the the shape of wombat poop i believe wow. the episode is called cubicle poop <laughs> you know what i remember uploading that and i thought about listening to it because the title caught me and now i'm understanding it, this is a deep callback for you yeah that's a throwback <laughs> from like three four years ago on the show it was with adrian miller it was a fantastic episode but there there is your uh, cubicle wombat poop <laughs> wow you learn something new every day and what what are we doing here if we're not teaching people the ins and outs of in and out hatchet attacks and wombat poop i'm telling you though the biggest the biggest thing i'm taking away from that is i'm amazed some jobs that people have like you know <laughs> i want to study shit for the rest of my life i want to study wanna animal the, shit. i want to be the guy that collects the roadkill wombats for the poop study you know it's like, it's like the movie Clerks, if you remember, when he's talking to the one girl and she's like, it's important to have a job that you can be proud of. That's why I manually <laughs> masturbate animals for artificial insemination. Right. <laughs> see, I just oh. I just can't see the researchers going out and collecting the roadkill. So they have, they have some, there's some redneck Australian out there that's going around <laughs> picking up these roadkill wombats and they're paying him like, like 20 bucks, 20 bucks a roadkill wombat. That sounds like a fair rate, just so <laughs> they can study this. Oh, have a look at this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a beauty. That's a, beauty. That's, that's a $25 wombat if I ever saw one. <laughs> that's a good accent. I'm impressed. That was. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we're going. We're going to go from square. Uh, Crikey, this one's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> bit me on the nipple, Christ. That's not good. Oh, that's that fucking beaver uh, uh, story a long time ago. A dude tried to pick up a dead beaver. It turned out it was still alive. Bit him on the nipple. Oh yeah, that it was. I think that was a. Uh, that was a Jeff uh, Foxworthy. Yeah, but it was a legitimate story. He, that was just a joke. I looked it up. It. It literally happened. <laughs> <laughs> Naked mole rats. No, <laughs> just no segue. We don't need a segue into naked mole rats. Uh, known for their protruding teeth and wrinkly scrotum-like appearance <laughs> are highly social rodents with a wide variety of vocal dialects, a new study has revealed. On They're top nudists. of that, these, <laughs> these rats exhibit, exhibit, I'll get it out, one of the most human-like traits of all, xenophobia. Xenophobia. <laughs> <like> foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> According to a paper entitled Cultural Transmission of Vocal Dialect in the Naked Mole Rat, published in the journal Science on Friday, naked mole rats live in multi-generational colonies under the earth. Each colony consists of up to 300 rodents with a queen at the top of the hierarchy who serves as the only mating female. That's interesting. So they're like bees and ants. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> they're mole rats. I want uh, to see specific, a mole rat. Uh, specific roles. Uh, hold on just a second. Specific roles are assigned to all other rats in her domain, including soldiers that protect the entrance to the colony and fight to defend the queen. 
They literally are ants. Yeah, God save the queen. Uh, in order to communicate this in this sophisticated social structure, naked mole rats have developed distinctive colony dialects. So they have accents. <laughs> so they know when you're not from their mole rat colony. <laughs> so wait a minute. A woman's in charge. Uh, they all run around naked. Uh, they have their own dialect and they're very territorial wow. of, of their family and property. That literally looks like a mole rat from fucking Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, well, there you go. Fall, fallout is uh, that's that's what they are. That's if you're and they're and they're, xen- <laughs> and they're xenophobic. Okay, these are the and and of course they only fuck one female, so it means every one of them is brother and sister. And right, so and and fall. that female's name is Lori Harmon. It tells me these mole rats are southern. <laughs> uh where are they from where where do where do you find them where do, where would we find mole no, i'm not going to join their colony i'm just curious <laughs> i didn't bother combing my hair today i'm sorry it doesn't it doesn't give a location well that's because they're xenophobic they don't want you there so they're not going to give you their location yeah. they're not telling anybody where they're from <sighs> the only thing missing from them being completely from like georgia or something is that 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 half the time they spend laying around naked watching nascar right and there's a georgia, <laughs> georgia mole rat <laughs> georgia mole rat watching nascar and drinking beer <laughs> are you sitting naked in a beanbag chair eating cheetos <laughs> <laughs> oh this looks disgusting roses and chocolates get your love some some mac and cheese this valentine's day craft is launching can- candy craft mac and cheese a twist on its classic mac and cheese with a candy flavor packet that turn the mac and cheese pink oh i've seen this yeah uh, the new creation oh. promises the same cheesy goodness with a hint of sweet candy f- <laughs> sorry <I couldn't- laughs> what? Uh, oh this shit looks nasty oh yeah no no more noodling no more noodling on what gift to buy craft wrote in its promotional release uh there is no better way to show your love this valentine's day than saying you're the mac to my cheese with candy craft mac and cheese uh craft is giving the pink mac and cheese to 1000 uh lucky recipients <laughs> to <laughs> enter to win uh visit candycraftmacandcheese.com uh let's let's share this disgusting family i'm telling you before before you put it oh you already put it up i already put it up this stuff looks like anybody who has children understands you give them a bowl of mac and cheese and like a cup of fucking kool-aid and they pour the kool-aid in the mac and cheese that's what this shit looks like yeah that's it is gross wow It looks like a oh bowl God. of kibble you give a puppy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely disgusting. I don't think uh, I. I think that's a swing and a miss there, Kraft. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Nothing says it's, love like fucking food poisoning. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and pink mac and cheese. Oh. Oh the, Lord. The easiest. The most freaking nasty <laughs> all right all right let's let's well wait wait a minute here's the question is it the uh, actual like macaroni and cheese that you get that that uh you actually have like cheese you melt into it or is it the fucking it's powder said. crap 
it well it's the powdered crap it's yeah. just like you just like i'm sure it's just like your standard mac and cheese only they put something sweet in there and it tastes like somebody ate a bunch of macaroni and some cotton candy and then got sick on a <laughs> park ride <laughs> do they have stock and kool-aid like seriously <laughs> i think they partnered together gross because it said the same cheesy goodness with a hint of sweet candy flavor so it's basically mac the same mac and cheese but they put that that's probably what they did they just got some of that the, the fruit punch kool-aid mix in the packet and that there was a spill at the factory <laughs> and they said what are we going to do with all this shit some asshole put put the cool the kool-aid mix in with the mac and cheese mix what do we do let's hold a contest and convince a bunch of stupid people that it's delicious hey, all, all i know is crap. crap oh my god that's how it happened yeah. like it was just an accident boom because right. nobody something. creates something like that on purpose unless they're trying to make people puke I'm, I'm, that's not something you have to eat when you're in elementary school on a double dog dare in the cafeteria i've never seen anything like that that's just all i all i know is Kraft is going to get sued by mars company because you know they're they're offering mac and cheese with a thin candy shell <laughs> <laughs> yeah melts in your vomit not in your toilet uh, oh my God. we'll go to something a little more our speed a chimpanzee at an australian zoo escaped from its enclosure early thursday morning but it's it returns really to the exhibit without any intervention officials said the Taronga Zoo in Sydney said a contractor doing work at the facility spotted the male chimpanzee sitting calmly outside of its closure at 5.47 a.m. Thursday and alerted, alerted officials. The zoo's emergency response unit was activated but ended up not being needed as the chimp returned to its closure on its own a few minutes after it was seen by the contractor. The chimp is safe and well and is being monitored by our specialist keepers and vets, the zoo said in a statement. Officials said the chimpanzee troop uh, will remain off public display until, until conclusion of an investigation into how the primate managed to escape. I think the contractor was drunk. I think the chimpanzee farted and the enclosure would not let the smell escape, so he just stepped out until it cleared. Yeah, stepped out and had a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> I had those days. You just sometimes you just gotta leave the room. Every now and then. It's like people keep coming by and looking at me. I there's not enough poop I can throw at them. I'm just gonna step out and have a smoke. You know. <laughs> no, I, I think because if you read this story, the only person that saw this was the contractor. So you don't think that the chimpanzee actually got out. You think the contractor just saw like some hair, hairy kid hanging out in a tree and it's like, oh, he escaped. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It was one of his coworkers. It was one of his, <laughs> it was one of his subcontractors was sitting over there smoking a cigarette and he got mad and he wanted to get the whole zoo staff on this guy's ass to get him back to work. Damn it, Larry, get back to work. <laughs> yep. Bobby. Put that, put that cigarette out and get back to that shovel. 
<laughs> he thought it was a chimpanzee because Larry turned around and threw poop at him when he told right, him. Right, right. It's as as <laughs> subcontractors are known to do. <laughs> I've worked enough construction sites. It happens. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you, you've had some poop thrown at you. Before. <laughs> you look like a man that's had some poop thrown at you from time to time. <laughs> I've seen things. I've seen nuts fly. I've seen raisins fly. I've seen green fly. <laughs> yep, I, I've seen some shit. That's it. <laughs> okay, here's something we're all suffering from, I believe. Mental, mental damage? Yes. Okay. Uh, new research published in the International Journal of Women's Dermatology reveals hours in front of video calls as leading some people to get cosmetic procedures. A team of dermatologists has coined the phrase Zoom dysmorphia. Dermatologists a shoddy Korish. <laughs> I'm no, not no. going to anybody in a, any a, with a name shoddy. A no, it's 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 S H A D I. So that's shady. Okay, sh I'm not going to them either. A sh a shady Korosh. Korosh. <laughs> who works that, that at like medical school and the Massachusetts General Hospital Department of Dermatology created the study with her peers. Uh, doctors say uh, the images that we see are, of ourselves are often distorted and not a true reflection of what we really look like. For, uh, for instance, I am much uh, better looking than even this picture shows. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't lie what you see is what you get. <laughs> uh, Zoom dysmorphia is used to describe people wanting to cosmetically change their features because of how they look on a video call. Uh, Karash... Uh, maybe crotch i don't know uh crotch i will call her we'll call her a shady crotch <laughs> it, it sounds like a suspect gynecologist it really does <laughs> uh oh, crotch said all those hours in front of the camera are prompting many people to get cosmetic procedures with zoom dysmorphia it's different because it's subconscious we realize that with this obsessive video conferencing and a shift to remote work and remote social activities basically life becoming remote during the pandemic people were spending excessive amount of times video conferencing and confronting their own reflections in a way that wasn't natural said karach <laughs> that, that, you know again there's no joke in, in in my statement here it just shows how how materialistic and and uh uh conceited this generation of people are because like we're doing zoom right now and I have on my screen, I have three cameras showing. I have Serenity, I have Don, and I have myself. The only camera I'm not watching is my own. I don't give a <laughs> fuck what I look like. I'm watching you two guys in the conversation. You know? <laughs> we have right? both gathered that you don't give a shit what you look like. <laughs> I just got done saying I didn't bother combing my hair for the show. Obviously, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, like. I didn't either. That's why I threw a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, like, if you're if you're in a conversation, whether it's work related or personal related or even podcast related like we're doing, and you're spending most of your time looking at your own camera, you're conceited as fuck. <laughs> so what are you I, saying? You guys are the only ones who pop up. Like I don't mine is like tiny at the bottom. Like who cares? I, I see you guys. I ain't here to look in the mirror. Right, you know, if I want to look in the mirror, it's in the bathroom over there, you know, I don't have to fucking, I don't know, I just, it, to me, that is like the definition of first world problem. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> 
I got to get rid of this. I got to go see a dermatologist and get rid of this zit because I don't look right on Zoom. Right, right. You're the same idiot that stands up with a fucking selfie stick to take a picture of your meal at McDonald's. Shut up and sit down. Right. <laughs> what is up with that, right? All right, we'll, we'll, we'll hit one more. We'll hit one more, which is another danger yeah. of video conferencing. Uh, Sharp-eyed BBC viewers got an unexpected eyeful this week when they spotted something unusual on a bookshelf in the background of an interview. My cat it, licking her crotch? It was a penis. <laughs> Uh, as Yvette, as Yvette Amos spoke with BBC Wales about job struggles during the pandemic shutdowns, the object stood on a bookshelf just over her right shoulder. It's not clear if the object was intentionally left there, but Amos seems to have a mischievous streak and a penis in the background. Another shelf uh, features the X-rated drawing drawing game Scrawl. There's hey. an X-rated drawing game called Scrawl. We need didn't to get know it. that. And the door just behind has bloody handprints. Uh, whatever the intention, fans popped up in, on social media. So yeah, she's got a, she's got a lot of new fans because of a penis on her shelf. Hey, we call back. We were talking about uh, buying one of those alien penises and putting it in the backdrop of our shows and stuff like that. That's so, true. And- That's true. We were going to do that, but there it is. Oh, okay. Plain as day. You got bloody handprints. She she literally I'll be honest she literally found her way of dealing with the lockdown that's all it is right there yeah, yeah. With it, everything is deliberate behind you come on let's oh, not yeah. be oh, yeah. that, that's, unrealistic yeah, that's not here. accidental it's, it's, well, no, it's sometimes it can be accidental like last week my cat licking herself on the fucking bunk bed behind me that I didn't right. complete, okay but completely that's not intentional a... you trained her to do that by you did, trying to yeah. lick your crotch. <laughs> right no what is going on behind her whoa it's like a ghost picture with maybe she played paintball yeah on the like, ghost picture what i get from it is she was playing her 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 uh her x-rated drawing game got horny and decided to use her dildo up against the wall so she had her hands up against the wall right. using the dildo had it inserted but she was on her period that's the handprints right that's that's what i gathered no but nobody stores their dildo on the bookshelf i mean i would I say you know. <laughs> no i would say that i would that dress is... it up for halloween <laughs> i have my bookshelf right behind me not a single dildo there <laughs> they are all in a drawer in the other room jesus <laughs> i think that it's hard and heavy and it's huh? a doorstop it has to i mean like to hold up that many books oh man I, be, I don't think i don't I think she's using the book end i i had the wrong image in that because when she said a doorstop and i'm looking at his thing i'm thinking of like the little spring that used to stop the door from hitting the wall, <laughs> the wall on, it. on the wall <laughs> right <laughs> although she keeps it a little higher <laughs> But it still goes like that that has to be permanent that has been there for a very long time why can you see layers of dust on it so that's not a temporary <laughs> dildo is what you're saying that's that's, that's her husband i think they were married <laughs> yeah that's her husband is that I mean, lorena bobbitt I mean, if if the good guy good, from good, last good. week, if the guy from last week can marry his blow up doll, she's married to that penis. Yeah, she's why not? Out of her husband. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. Look at the look on her face in the picture. Look at the look on her face. She's got her other boyfriend. Yeah, I was going right to say, now. she's sitting on another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is very content. <laughs> yep. The bad thing is with Zoom dysmorphia, the owner of that penis now thinks it looks too small. Yeah, it's a little veiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do something about that. <laughs> it's a little veiny. And that uh, will end on a penis. That is the the uh, the news buffet for this week. Thank you for coming along this fun ride with us. That's like most men's lives. It ends at the end of the. <laughs> wow. <sighs> I, I think the biggest thing I'm amazed by with the news buffet, I truly uh, amazed by by the news buffet is we do not run out of material. <laughs> <laughs> That's not I even all the list I had. I had a list of other stories because I, oh I always God. like to prepare barely. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of preparing Bailey, as I said, uh, barely. As I stated earlier, I had intended to do the after-hour segment this week on the serious topic of the GameStop uh, uh, stock market issue going on. And we were going to have a guest on who actually understands the stock market because I can't speak for Don, but Serenity and I have talked about this. Neither of us know shit about the stock market you know so well, i won't i won't say that i am a long-term investor i am not a short seller or a day trader i have uh, no idea what any of that means i literally <laughs> i give you money i hope you give me money back that's about the extent of what i know of well, a long-term investor basically is somebody saving for retirement okay anything else have... anything else is somebody trying to make a quick buck by shit going up and shit coming down <laughs> yeah so, i want to invest in wombat poop right <laughs> step, step into my cubicle there you go now i'm literally watching shit go up and down <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you know uh, unfortunately due to the circumstances he is not here so that subject is out the window and i have no back okay so check it out all right so speaking of investing i invested in disney when it was very low it's more than doubled okay and during lockdown i've been watching a lot of disney movies with my daughter but today we are watching the movie god um who the b movie which came out you could look it up years and years ago which actually was during- disney movie it was a uh uh dreamworks i believe you mean B-E-E, as in bees, not as in a B movie, because I'm in a lot of B movies. <laughs> yeah, B-E-E with, uh, with uh, Jerry Seinfeld doing the voice of the bee, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, okay. Okay. So I'm watching the movie, and you know, like, remember the first Ariel the Little Mermaid had a little wee-wee on the top of the castle, and, you know, and Aladdin, the monkey says, all good teenagers, take off your clothes. Like... <laughs> You know the little like ins and outs of like they subliminally like do things. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you yeah, do. Like, I, like, know like, no- I know nothing about Disney movies. Like, 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 like Simba nothing. laying down. You, you, you know some of the things that Disney's gotten in trouble for. Like Simba laying down and the dust spells out sex, or the uh, the cover of the Little Mermaid movie where one of the towers looks like a penis. Oh, <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> you, you've never looked into like the Disney pedophile like subliminal stuff no i have not i i don't okay, watch well, disney i don't watch disney animated <laughs> movies i i cannot remember the last time i watched an animated disney anything 
except like when I was a kid watching Donald Duck. I really, I, I just, I just haven't. Okay, so I was watching the B movie and I saw it in Chicken Little, the movie Chicken Little too. So I just sent the group the message of the picture. They actually yeah. have the exact same thing as what happened. I mean, Don and Chris, you probably know more about what I'm talking about than I do. But basically, she's saying, I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. As the police officers have a knee in her back and are holding her. <laughs> okay. And this is a very innocent older woman. And <laughs> then you look at other movies that say the same thing, like 10, 15 years ago, movies that are saying you have to wear a mask in public or sanitize or stay six feet apart like have you noticed any of that well of course i watched the simpsons and the simpsons have damn near predicted the Mm. last 30 years okay so let's talk about that the simpsons new episodes do you think that they yeah there's there's a picture there interesting and and this uh what movie was this from the b movie the jerry seinfeld movie and that was that was God, like at least 15 years before fucking the uh, the the I can't breathe movement that started BLM. Right. Which I mean, that's yeah, which wasn't the first person that <laughs> well, right. obviously wasn't the first person. But the fact that they're doing like, I just think that subliminal messages are out there, whether it be oh, yeah. in music videos or whatever, but nobody ever like brings them to the forefront anymore like everyone's just says yeah we have some little messages if you want if you want proof of (laughs) messages and music and music videos just look at every dumbass teenager and grown-ass adult walking around with their pants half hanging off their ass (laughs) and thinking it actually looks good no but uh you you brought up something you were you were mentioning disney and it reminded me of something that i shared on facebook uh which was reported back on january 25th uh Negative depictions. Disney Plus blocks children under the age of seven from watching Peter Pan, Dumbo, and other classics because of the fact that these movies, even though they were done in like the 50s, these movies depict, uh, let's see here, uh, Disney censoring four of their classic films from the Disney Plus accounts of children age seven or under, citing what they describe as negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. Dumble, Dumbo, Peter Pan, Swiss Family Robinson, and the Aristocats are no longer available for young users of the streaming service, according to the Mail on Sunday. The movie is a uh, the move is a follow up to content warnings the entertainment company placed on some of its older films in October to provide context for characters that would today be deemed offensive. So, in other words, like with Dumbo, you had the uh, crows that all acted like the uh, uh I, i'm trying to find the crew. right right yeah i get what you're saying yeah. you get what i'm saying you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that this, this spoke in a certain vernacular yeah so i yes, mean, yes. <laughs> and and i remember it pissing you, me off i, I remember mm-hmm. pissing me off because I, I understand the sensitivity of it but again number one take into consideration when the movie came out right and second off it's a fucking cartoon <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't make it right it actually makes it more wrong. If it's when in a Dave, cartoon, it's not as funny. When Dave Chappelle or Martin Lawrence can stand up there and tell an hour-long uh, 
anti-white joke and nobody has anything to say, then leave the goddamn kid movie alone that actually didn't offend anybody. Like, okay, I come from a generation. I remember the movie. How did the aristocrats offend someone? I'm confused. I'm not sure. It doesn't. The cats were complaining. Made them look like made them look like a bunch of pussies. But uh, you know, I remember I remember the song of the South, and everybody hated the song of the South because it's racist. Because you know, uh, the main character who was a black guy telling the stories of like Brer Brer Bear and Brer Rabbit and all that shit, and would sing zippity doo dah was an old Southern, I guess, ex-slave, and that was offensive to people. So they banned the whole movie in the United States. Hmm. Yeah. Yet it's not like this guy was mistreated. It's not like you were watching a two and a half hour Disney movie of this guy being treated like Kunta Kinte and Roots. He was just an old dude telling stories. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) It's it's ridiculous. People need to grow a fucking spine and get over this offensive culture bullshit. Everything. I'm not saying what happened back in the day to certain people and certain certain groups is right. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that that shit is long since over grow the fuck up yeah yeah it's i mean it's it's part of history i mean it's it's just it is what it is you know right right i agree that modern day there shouldn't be minstrel shows where modern day white people are fucking black facing i agree that right, shouldn't happen. right but the the footage of old minstrel shows should not be burned like fucking books in a nazi uh parade simply because they existed yeah i I wasn't really going in that direction with after hours i'm more like okay like have you noticed the commercials on tv like i've i've noticed for a long time that i talk about something and then i see a commercial on my tv for it and did you notice that the commercials on your tv are now interactive where like the car ones you could actually choose the car and the color that you prefer on the commercial and just look at how it looks do a 360 and everything oh everything's subliminal again it's oh, yeah. oh, we're yeah. talking about back in the day with with your phones and social media uh you know with everybody having ads on everything and they they listen to your conversation to figure out what they can show you because they think you have interest in it because you talked about it Again, right. if we were sitting here right now on after I was talking about toothpaste and we talk about it long enough, my phone's going to hear toothpaste over and over again. I'm going to see commercials about toothpaste on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, well, no. the, the only thing that upsets me is you have more people from the gover- government listening to us have this conversation than we have downloads on the fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like hey. we're trying to get out there and all we get is the government listening. Hey, you know what? If the government's listening instead of listening to me on the phone, Go watch the goddamn video on YouTube. You'll get all the information you want, and we get a fucking hit on the fucking view. Right, exactly. Have <laughs> win, a, win. You know, help help us out a little bit if you're going to do anything like that, you bastards. Yeah, you're a public servant. Kiss my ass a little bit for my vote. Besides, it's it's not it's not really the government listening. It's it's well, I was going to say big business, state. but I mean that's who controls the government, so it's all the same thing. But I mean, if, you, yeah. if you need any proof of that, like we were going to talk about the whole game, GameStop thing, look how quickly they acted to investigate that shit. Well, the only reason they're investigating it, like they're trying to claim that, it's like, because the, the rich that, head fund people were losing money. Oh yeah, and the head fund people lost tons of money, oh, but yeah. the normal average everyday person 
made money. Right, and, and that's that goes what that they don't up. like. <laughs> that goes against that. And we this told is the land of opportunity if you're already fucking rich. The, 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 let's talk about the hedge thing as, as far as I understand it because some of the videos trying to understand what was going on some of the videos I watched the way I understand it the people that do the hedge investing literally put money in betting on a company to fail yes exactly mm-hmm. so they, these scumbags of the earth like and these are true scumbags. Not no, just they're, the, they're the same. Ones. They're the same ones that tend to run up gas prices by betting that it's going to go up, and then betting that it's going to go up causes it to go up, and then we got four dollar fucking gas prices again. Right, but I'm saying, I'm saying, like, how, what what type of low life fucking scum do you got to be to want to not only put money on but help destroy somebody else's fucking livelihood somebody else's business i don't care if it's some corporation like gamestop or some mom and pop fucking grocery store you know what i mean like who bets on somebody else's failure people that only give a shit about money fuck that that, that's most of oh shit yeah Yeah. to me and then they have only so many options and And you know here's, here's what i see happening from all this is first of all, the government's going to act quick and they're going to make laws to keep this from happening again because the the rich people that have the hedge funds that are making all these bets lost money and they're pissed. And what's going to happen is what was it, Robin Hood and there were a couple of these other uh, uh, brokerage houses that stopped trading in it because pressure was put on them by the rich people that were losing the money. And there's going to be investigation. They're going to receive a little slap on the wrist they're going to keep an eye on, uh, keep a closer eye on Reddit and social media where all this stuff started to go down because basically people on Reddit were like, okay, they're betting against this. Let's drive this shit up. Yep, <laughs> but it's not over yet. And, right, it's not over yet. yet. But that, that's what I see in the outcome of this. There are going to be laws to prevent it from happening again. The companies that stop trading in it, that which is fucking illegal, they're going to little, get a little slap on the wrist for doing it. The maybe maybe a little fine to them, you know, to them little, you know, a couple million, which ain't going to be shit to them because they're getting more than that from these hedge fund managers that were having a fit because they were losing all this money. So it's it's basically going to come down to where the little guy is going to get fucked again. The people with the money are going to make out like bandits as always. And there are going to be laws put in place because we can act fast on that when the, when the rich friends of the uh, people in charge start losing money. And the, the common people are going to just remain there. And in fact, they might the people that made money off of those stocks might actually incur some fines from having participated in it, and it's going to negate any gains they get. Well, That's I tell what you, I see happening. Uh, I'll tell you the two They're things that will not change. That. I will tell you the new two things that will not change in GameStop because of this. So, you're still going to get co- uh, a quarter trade-in value on a sixty-dollar game, right? <laughs> and and the uh, the game counselors, you know, the employees are still going to make less than minimum wage. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The GameStop has a shit ton of money now, not only from their merchandising, but now from the stock market. Yeah, they're still going to treat everybody like garbage. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so. oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like billion dollars overnight yeah like seriously who makes a billion dollars in a day and complains i don't think anyone 
I mean, those GameStop people are happy with Reddit. But I mean, what? Oh no, it's it's not going to have anything to do with the games. This is the government that's going to step in on right. behalf of Wall Street and the hedge fund man, fund. They're going to put more sanctions money. on. They don't. Yeah, yeah. they're they're going and they're probably going to find a way to get enough charges and enough fines on GameStop in order to negate most of their gains. And I guarantee you the government will find a way of blaming this whole entire action from Reddit and everything else on Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee guarantee you they will find a way of blaming it on Donald Trump or the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the right, the conservatives. In some way, shape, or form, it'll fall on them because they've been painting them as the fucking evil, evil causes of society in every which way from Sunday. So everything that goes wrong will go there eventually. I promise you, it'll happen. Quote me. <laughs> quote me, That's and if I'm, if I'm wrong, I will quote me. And if I'm wrong, I'll well, leave that just just as everything happens, the left will bl- blame the right. The right will blame the left. And both of you can g- sit in a circle and jerk off. It doesn't fucking matter exactly. because <laughs> we're still fucked. But this is, this is how sure right? I, that that will become the conversation. Eventually. I'm so sure of it that if I'm wrong, I'll eat that fucking pink Mac and cheese. <laughs> you have to, apply you have to, to win. win you have to win the contest to get that pink Mac and cheese. <laughs> There's only a limited quantity that got spilled. Right. There's only so much in that factory accident that they had. And after the taste test failed because of COVID, they just had to put it out there. Right. Can you do a taste test with COVID? Because I think that's one of the first things you lose is your sense of taste. Right. (laughs) Maybe that's what happened. They're just banking on a lot of people with COVID symptoms are going to eat that shit and say, it's not bad because they can't fucking taste it. (laughs) And I I am going to blame that on Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. No, but uh, no, that like be the name of the show. Yeah, I don't mean I Take don't mac mean, and cheese, candy mac and cheese. I am gonna blame that on Donald Trump. That, that's exactly. There it. are some things he has to take the blame for. Goddamn it, that's it. You know, but then my statement, my statement isn't necessarily like a right or left thing. It, it's just it's going to be the pass the buck issue, which it always is anymore, oh, especially yeah. oh, nowadays. Yeah. Instead of blaming it on what should be, which is corporate greed and and the one percent screwing over the little guy, it's right. going to be blamed on po- politics. It's going to be oh, blamed yeah. on whatever else. And of course, if you don't agree because, with it, you're not. Because here's, here's the then, thing: you know, the reason this isn't a political issue because right or left, it's still the same wealthy fuckers that are controlling both sides. Oh, I know. I know. It's that. still the Wall Street money that has that has their has their hands up their little fucking puppets in washington that's that's the problem <laughs> Look at let's this all remember that the reason that this is happening is because the little guy and just the people sitting at home or whatever are invested in america and they want to stand up and say look what we could do mm-hmm. right i mean it's a statement that we are if we stand together in something look what we can make happen Right. See, that, and that's the way I take away. And again, I may not understand it 100%, but the people in that, that started this on Reddit, quite honestly, I take this, whether it was legal or not, I don't know. Again, I don't understand 
trading stocks and all it, that. It but was not, probably legal, but it won't be for long. Right. right? But, at end, but at the end of the day, what I take away from this is this is literally people living the American dream. They took an opportunity, they ran with it, and they got what they wanted. That is the definition of being an American mm -hmm. in America. They did it. Right. Congratulations to them. And yeah, it's all, all the way up until the government Bitcoin? steps in and takes it back. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. I mean, like Bitcoin went crazy, crazy high, and Dogecoin is going up. AMC, like things are going crazy. Blackberry. What is, what is Dogecoin? I still don't even understand Bitcoin. So I've heard of Bitcoin. I don't. I've heard of it. I don't. Cryptocurrency, but Dogecoin. Can you just create whatever the hell you want? Well, no, this one's backed by actual mined gold and silver. So it actually has more than the dollar. I mean, oh, our dollar is okay. not backed by gold. Right. And then, back, but the dollar is just backed by our own <laughs> stupidity and gullibleness and willingness to believe that it's fucking <laughs> worthwhile. <laughs> well, our money used to be backed by gold. Right. Till, till Nixon. Nixon did away with that. Yeah. That's yeah. No. That value of the dollar. And now with all these stimulus checks and everything else, Instead of, you know, that's why we're in such debt, because instead of, you know, compensating for the monetary value of all that they're sending out, they're just printing more money. Right, right. That's so oh, all yeah. you have to paper. do. Yeah. Yeah. It's just worthless paper. That's because they're going to make it fall and they don't care. Oh, yeah. That's because they want us to go into that one world currency. Mm -hmm. that, that's the end goal right now is to turn everything, get rid of borders all together, get rid of all cultural differences between countries and, and everything else, including the money, and turn everything into one world culture. It's not. So we can work. all live in peace and harmony. It's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> You're standing in the way of progress, Christopher. I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> you and your voices, I could deal with that all day. Like, seriously. I am, nail them. I am, I am <laughs> fine with that. But, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just every time, every time I turn on the news now or listen to something or else, not only, I know a lot of people compare today's society to like uh, the George Orwell book of 1984, but I mean, like, right watch a terminator movie or play fallout or and you see the same similar scenario building up to the exact same thing which is the world does this china does that or whatever else and at the end of the day we all wind up in some post-apocalyptic dystopian future and it seems like that's just the world we're heading to i had a conversation with I'm a gonna, I, that's great i'm gonna love, i'm gonna love the post-apocalyptic dystopian future it's gonna be fucking great <laughs> I, had a, I had a conversation with my lead guitarist yesterday on on facebook we were having a conversation about how politically like everybody like like don said like left is blaming the right right is blaming the left this that and the other and at the end of the day it's really the extreme left and the extreme right oh yeah and they're drowning the voices of anybody who is not all the way right or all the way left people who are exactly, just conservative exactly. or liberal and here's here's the thing chris to, to add to that i've been a conservative republican my entire life i could not back trump because he inflamed the far far right he brought those into the mainstream and that's my biggest issue with him that's fine 
That's what that, I know. That's because that's when when you go too far right or too far left, you've just fucking gone too far. And in mm. this country, we're either so far right or so far left that what we've done is we've radicalized moderation. We've radicalized the moderates, the people with some sense that say, "Well, you're not all right, but you're not all right either. You're both fucked. Let's find a new way." And mm -hmm. that's the problem: is we you can't be moderate anymore because if you're moderate then you're just a you're just an idiot that doesn't know anything it's like no i'm just not a fucking psychopath on either direction let's go back to why, again, why don't they let anyone besides democrat and republican presidential candidates debate you know like the independent because if they, if they get a third party in there that third party might not be controlled by the same num same money that both the democrats and the republicans are well, there you go. The, you more, the more they keep us divided, the more we're not able to take the power back that we should have as a united people. They keep us divided for a reason, whether it's whether the division is black and white, whether the, the division is gay and straight, whether the division is Republican, Democrat, left or right. They want us divided. And you know what? You, you hit a nail on the head. Don said something earlier. You want something to, to be blamed on Donald Trump. Here it is. Not that they would ever let uh, a Green Party or a third party or a Libertarian Party ever be president beforehand, but Donald Trump being elected president and not being in control, uh, being controlled by the uh, the government, by by the powers that be, he was not a president who was bought and sold. Guaranteed, you will never see a third party president ever. There will it will never happen because, they, like Don right. said. They will never allow somebody else ever again who cannot be controlled by the status quo. Right. We need to get on. Everyone needs to realize that we are Americans before we are Democrats or Republicans and get on a third party candidate and push it through like they did with Reddit. OK, like Reddit was able to talk to two million members in one group, and that's two million people that all have a like mind about how they want to invest in Wall Street. And they decided that everyone short sailed and thought that GameStop would be horrible and they're about to release financials. So they said, let's get behind GameStop. Let's make right. sure that we show them that we have an opinion that matters. So those 2 million people that were in there, maybe half of them invested. I mean, that's what they're there for is to invest. So... I, I see that if America did the same thing, but instead of putting money into GameStop, put ourselves in America and we just say, you know, screw the parties, let's be Americans and agree on something for once. Right. Okay. Seriously. Oh. I mean, I'm tired but, of everyone but disagreeing. The, but, but the problem is that division is there. Uh, for example, my brother, I love him to pieces, but he sees anybody without the same opinions as him as the enemy. He is he he sees it that way. And if you're far right, you see the left as your enemy. If you're far left, you see the right as your enemy. And so long as we are divided and thinking the other side is our enemy, well, then both sides are going to have us by the fucking short hairs and we're not going to be able to accomplish shit. Well, see, you're hitting the nail right on the head, and that's something that bothers me the most about everything that's going on today. I don't care if you believe in AOC and her Green New Deal. I don't care if you believe in Donald Trump and his Make America Great Again. Those are those are great things. That's what you believe right on to you. But being called being a conservative myself, 
being called a Nazi and a racist simply because I believe in less government and less taxes right. is ridiculous to me. Unless I'm sitting here and saying the phrase screw all insert uh, derogatory name for a minority culture here. Don't call me that shit because that's not what I am. That's not right. what I'm about. Just because I believe in a more Republican approach to, to pol- politics than I do of Democratic view of it. I'm tired of uh, always like this, this polarization that, that, that has happened in the last couple of years, especially, but it's always been around, Oh yeah. but, yeah. but it's gotten that much worse that if you are not exactly the same point of view that I am, you are obviously the worst person on the fucking planet. No, fuck you. Right. And you're that's the, one yeah, that's the problem. The yeah. You're the one causing the divide with that mentality. Yeah. Instead of hearing my point of view, maybe you might understand why I have this point of view. And let me hear your point of view, and maybe I'll understand you, why you have that point of view. But at the end of the day, when the conversation is over, you have every right to believe what you believe, and I have every right to, to believe what I believe. But at the end of the day, when you turn around and attack me for my point of view, especially unjustified with things like racist, right? that's retarded. Can't say retarded, you racist. <laughs> I don't care. I said it. I said it. I stand behind <laughs> I stand behind my statement. <laughs> yep, and that was that's such a fun word to lose too. Like queer. What word are we losing? Retarded. Retarded. Oh. <laughs> well, it's like yeah. queer. Like queer back in the day was something that was strange or peculiar, right. unusual. Yeah, unusual. You know, like the old timey conversations. Oh, Bob uh, left his wife last night. Well, that's queer. Now yeah. Yeah. Bob leaving his wife that's queer means. he left for another man (laughs) (laughs) or how they used to call a cigarette a fag right but now they still do in england yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so is queer still gay in england then too yeah yeah because uh the lbgtq see fag is a derogatory comment regardless of how you look at it uh, even though, like, like I, like we said, right. you know, in England, you call a cigarette a fag or a pack of cigarettes a, a you know, pack of sticks. I don't understand that one. Um, well, that's, that's, be, that's because of the origination of the term fag is actually a bundle of sticks for okay. starting a fire. That's that's where that comes from, and then it then it kind of. Uh, it, it, it became more of a uh, something burdensome to carry and then it became and that's the uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of it it's a pejorization something I can't remember the actual term for a word that just becomes worse and worse the meaning of it just keeps going downhill until it becomes a derogatory term which is how most like foul language words start I mean the word fuck actually originally it's a it's an an inception was an abbreviation and had nothing to do with sexuality it was uh uh for uh, for unlawful carnal knowledge it took on its sexual implications when it became fornification under the crown of the king which is what let's do the opposite here okay i've never done that word in a crown (laughs) (laughs) like remember back in the day when it was like naughty to talk about poop and the word shit and everything where now every single toy poops 
Yeah. And oh, there's the no. poop emoji and poop pillows and poop and is every like single flower. news and every single news buffet we we cut we cover one story on poop. <laughs> yes, right? yes, we do. <laughs> poop has become such a hey. It's just everywhere, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're studying cubes of it in Australia. Yeah, people my, actually my made a career of it. <laughs> But no, you're right. I remember back in the day, I, I, I think about this all the time when I go to like a, a Walmart or anything else and you walk through the toy section, you look at the, like the board games, for example. And when we were kids, it was Battleship and fucking Hungry Hungry Hippos and, you know, stuff like that. I literally walk through and see fucking, you know, like uh, a toilet squirting back at you or find the turd. Like these are, you know, emoji, emoji poop things that are that are part of some fucking game thing. And you're just sitting there like, when did we become a society that's just fascinated with like the dirt, dirtiness of society? It, well, the poop fascination comes from the, the Play-Doh spaghetti maker. Sure. <laughs> we all played with that and we're like, you know what that looks like? Well, not until we mixed all the colors when we had the individual Play-Dohs, <laughs> not yellow and pink. But whenever you wound up mixing them all together, it all became brown. <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Which I'm guessing if you eat pink macaroni and cheese it's going to come out pink. I hope it does. That's the only, <laughs> that would be the main reason I would eat it. It's just so that way I could see what it comes out like. <laughs> right. Well, what you're supposed to do is when it comes time for that, you're supposed to move your ass around and shape a heart in it. And they call her in and say, look at my... Then you, got the show you, off. Honey. Then, then you get the show off who not only does the heart but does the arrow through it right right that's the hard part <laughs> <laughs> you gotta eat something with a lot of protein so it shoots that arrow right out Oof. <laughs> <laughs> and feathers are a bitch <laughs> hey the poopsie unicorn was the worst disaster of my life i mean the seriously what? my the poopsie unicorn. It was like tickle me Elmo for little girls in 2019. And you get it, you feed it, you shake it, like you shake the baby. Like you have to, you have to shake that thing. That, that's all a, that's a, a great amount of time. Right? You want your and child you to poop, shake. Yeah. shake it. And then press the button and it poops out slime. But the recipe, the time, and everything are so critical all within a toy that you can't control that it's either going all over my carpet or it comes out in chunks like like wombat poop like what cubics I mean, yeah cubes comes yeah. out in cubes gotcha yeah i mean like what is the obsession with things that poo just go to the store i dare you to go to the store and not go down the kids aisle and see everything that has to do with poop i, I i'm gonna stay away from that <laughs> wombat poo is the closest you're gonna get right that's because that's entertaining <laughs> right and i wasn't reporting on the poo i was reporting on the fact that there are people whose jobs it is to study it true but at, at the same time it's like we we, we again we've talked about the dumbing down of, we're talking about the dumbing down of society although there's intelligent people studying poop we have children playing with literally stuffed pooped and poop animals right and maybe they will grow up to be the intelligent poop scientists maybe but i doubt it because you know you look at the people who who created all this great shit all this great technology they played with fucking pickup sticks and jenga and fucking you know 
stuff like that. And now we got kids that are, are, are on their parents' phones playing fucking Among Us and Fortnite, or they're sitting there playing with poop emojis. Uh, the, the toy, the toys nowadays, honestly, the toys nowadays I've looked at because I've got kids. They make no fucking sense. Nothing makes my daughter was in it was heavily interested in these foam fucking pieces of like cake and fruit and shit. That's all it was was just squishy, squishy shape. Like it. she played with it for like 10 minutes, 10 minutes, and then wound up in a corner somewhere. And these things are like fucking 20, $25 a pop, and they don't do anything. <laughs> you know, these stress relief balls. Fuck that. Go out and scrape your knees. Go play tag. You know, I heard it's appropriate to poo while you're playing tag. So come on. I heard heard a comedian the other day. uh, It was Jeff Foxworthy, actually, uh, talking about how, like, uh, some of the things that we needed to eliminate from society, like uh, picking up poop after your dog. Because, you know, all these beautiful girls in the neighborhood are walking around little poo-poo purses and stuff like that. And it's like, you don't have to worry about a kid, you know, stop picking it up. It's fertilizer. It makes things grow. You don't have to worry about a kid getting, uh, stepping in it or anything because a kid hasn't been outside since 1982. And he's, it, it's right. It's true. <laughs> There's but a whole the kid generation. also has a poop fascination. So if you leave it there, he, it might draw them outside. Yeah, you might <laughs> like a dead body. You just have to poke right, because <laughs> right, you got that. You got that one neighborhood kid, that ten-year-old that already smokes. He's going to say, "Hey, want to see some real poop? <laughs> Check this shit out. I mean, literally, this shit. Check it out." And he'll take all the other dorky neighborhood kids that that are the ones sitting at home playing Fortnite on their mom's phone. He'll get them out and actually show them. And that real life experience of seeing real poop might change their thinking and the fascination of it. Cause you know, honestly, it smells like shit. Well, I'll be honest. I mean, technology is dumbing us all down to begin with. Like I can remember the first ever phone number that I, in the house I lived in, I still remember to this day. Don't ask me what my phone number is now, you know? And, and I think about it too. It's like, not just the phone number, but in general, I used to know a lot more shit. And through the dumbed down of smartphones and Google access and everything else, I stopped memorizing things that we used to take for granted back in the day. I am actually dumber now, thanks to technology, than I used to be before technology existed. I noticed that. You noticed that about me? Thank you. How did you know what we were talking about, Don? Seriously. We didn't want to straight up call you out on it, but no. Guess we didn't know he was listening in. <laughs> You've been I recording reversed, it, haven't you? I, I reversed my cell phone. <laughs> now I hear what other people say. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, has anybody else noticed that in their own lives? Like, as oh, yeah. more, we become more dependent on, on, you know, the unlimited recesses of, of technology that we've lost our own human abilities in, in some way, shape, or form or sense. Oh, wait. We haven't lost them. It's just we don't exercise them because why Why remember a thing if you can pull up the video on YouTube showing you exactly how to do what you need to do? Why would you have to know how to do it? And that's the problem, you know. I thought about we it. We removed you. the Beatles Imagine from YouTube I and a few other songs, but I think they're back now, but they actually outlawed some of the Beatles songs on YouTube. So how are you supposed to find anything on YouTube if they won't even let you listen to a dang song? 
they oh, that, outlawed the Beatles on YouTube? I think it had something to do with the copyright claim. Yeah, I was going to say that's because uh, somebody wasn't making money on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Sure. Who, who, who owns the rights to all the Beatles song now that Michael Jackson's no longer with us? I think it's a blanket. Blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blanket wasn't making enough money. I think oh, I think it's God. still I think it's still in uh, the hands of uh, the Michael Jackson uh, estate, but I think once the time is up, doesn't it go to the surviving Beatles? So basically, Paul and Ringo, or no, I think Elon Musk is in line. Yeah, probably goes to Yoko. <laughs> probably goes to Yoko. <laughs> don't, don't ever bring that name up. Seriously, Yoko Ono. Oh no! Oh no! Oh my God! That. Yoko. Yoko Ono I can is handle any never word. Don't say that word, please. Yeah, I, I think there needs to be like a study done on her because I don't know if you've seen some of the shit she's done that passes as art. <laughs> I've heard <laughs> or that some of the shit album. she's done that's passed as music. Yeah, I was about to say I heard that scream album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I thought somebody was stepping on a cat. Fuck, I thought that Lou Reed Metallica fucking album was bad. Fuck. <laughs> That's what they need. They need a they need a Yoko Ono Metallica uh duet. Oh. Oh god, featuring because basically Metallica. after that, after that, Metallica's gonna break up. <laughs> She'll fucking destroy them too. Which you know what? what? Don't don't do that. Don't do that unless Yoko's fucking Lars, in which case then we don't care if Lars gets shot. Right. <laughs> okay. Let's just remember how smart they were when they came after. I mean, I know at the time everyone was pissed off, but when they said Napster, you can't put our music on there, and especially before we release it. Now, looking back, problem. everyone should have backed them. All right, Seriously. but that was, their pro- that was their problem. It wasn't that that, that Napster was sharing their music. Naps, uh, Metallica had an issue with Napster releasing songs that were not yet published. Right. They got yeah. a hold of demos and were releasing it. They were they were spoiling the albums. Yeah, that was, but that was know, the issue. reports on it were totally different, right? Yeah. yeah, and Metallica was perfectly capable of spoiling their own albums. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. Like to quote, to quote, to quote Dennis Leary because you know, again, comedians tell truth and and we laugh, but it's the truth. Dennis Leary talking about we live in a country where uh, John Lennon gets shot in the chest. Yoko Ono standing right next to him, not one fucking bullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened to this whole ricochet thing of JFK? I mean, couldn't that have happened here? Like. <laughs> one time for there not to be a conspiracy some snipers curved the bullet like that fucking dumb movie <laughs> so it went around yoko to hit john <laughs> that should be the next movie that stephen king works on how he did the 1123 movie with uh i don't know that guy from the wizard of oz <laughs> um Stephen King should totally remake the movie of what our world would be like today if all this crazy shit that we think are conspiracies never happened. I'm sure we'd be really scared. That'd be an interesting topic of conversation in general. Like we could have what we could have a topic of conversation one day on on any of our shows, including this one of like what the world what we think the world would be like had Lincoln never been assassinated, had Kennedy never been assassinated, had 
John Lennon lived to create more Beatle albums. You know, like we could we could have those topics of conversation. It'd be kind of interesting to speculate what the world would look like now if those events never happened. I'd have to like do some meditation and get in the zone to like get some ideas for that. Cause got to contact Gwyneth Paltrow and get a steamed uh, crystal to stick up your vagina to, to center your chakras. As long as it works. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to buy one of her candles too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The vagina candle smells <laughs> like Gwyneth. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> what is this fascination? I, I, I got one for you guys. What is this fascination with fucking whiny yuppies? I do not get, especially this spike in today's society for both the Seinfeld show and Friends, the spike of popularity in it. Why? A bunch of whiny New York yuppies. Not funny. You mean like I, a, a, a new one? Like not just the shows that already happen that aren't on the air? There's a new spike in this? There's there is a new spike not not oh. in the shows people are watching the reruns or buying the, the the sets on DVD, but you're seeing the popularity in merchandising and all of a sudden like all of a sudden people are all about Seinfeld and Friends again. Why? Because retro's cool right now. But these shows were never funny. This was just a bunch of wacky fucking yuppies from New York. What was so great about them? I have I, I wish I knew because Friends was a turd of a TV show. Seinfeld did nothing for me. Uh, I respect him as a comedian. His show, I, I, I never cared for. I don't respect him as a comedian. I respect. Well, here, here's the reason why. I, <laughs> I never thought he was very funny as a comedian. He, his, his, his comedy was not my taste. But one thing he did that I respect the hell out of him for is when his show ended. For one, he ended his show. He didn't let. He didn't let it keep which was already bad in my opinion, but he didn't keep letting it go downhill before he, he said, right. He, he went out on top, which is great. But the thing I respect about him is he did another uh, one hour special, a Netflix special shortly afterward. But by shortly afterward, I mean, he started over. He was not doing his old material and he didn't jump right in and do a, a one hour special. He worked on his material. He went to open mics. He went to shows. He practiced. He wrote his new material. He worked on it. He didn't take 10 years off of doing stand up and then come out with a, a one hour special that was shit. Because here's the thing. I, I love Dave Chappelle. I thought he was brilliant back in the day. I still think he's brilliant. But when he came back from that 10 years and he did that first show, he was way the fuck off his game. He was not yeah. Dave Chappelle as we remember. That first special, now the second and third special he did was better. But that first one he did when he came back was shit because he had not performed comedy in fucking 10 years. Ellen DeGeneres, her special that she did, her one-hour show, I watched it. It sucked because she has not done actual stand-up. Now, I thought back in the day, she was funny as fuck. Back in the 80s, she was fucking hilarious as a stand-up. Well, Disney, but Disney when she did her new when she did her new show after not having done it in so long, it was garbage. And Jerry Seinfeld actually went through the steps because he wanted to see if he could start over and do it again with all new material and build it back up. And that's what I respect about him is that he, he went back into it the correct way. He didn't just dive back in and said, I'm going to use my star power to get a one hour special. He said, I want to make sure it's an hour that I'm proud of. 
and that's why yeah. i respect him again as a, as a comedian i i've never been wild about his material but as a comic i respect the shit out of him because he did it correctly now there's only one comic that came back after 10 year 10 15 years not performing that i think nailed it and that's chris rock because that fucker's a genius anyway <laughs> I, I will i will argue the point as only uh, of only i mean chris rock yes all respect to chris rock robin williams did it too well yeah 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 i mean i mean living comedians that recently came out okay. robin williams <laughs> is hard to fucking beat in a lot of things well you know like i pointed out dennis leary earlier and it kind of goes to my point you know when when comedians especially racy comedians wind up in family shows or disney shows it seems to kill their careers to begin right. with Right. You know, you think of Dennis Leary with no cure for cancer and, you know, stuff like that. And I mean, he was hard hitting and he was, you know, controversial. And then he did like the ref and, and all those types of things. And they yeah, tried yeah. to make a comeback as a standup and it just, it didn't have the punch. Another well, one that we for, point that for out a couple to, like, reasons for a couple reasons. For one, he didn't have the same need. He didn't have the same drive. He didn't have the same ability to relate to people that he did before because he'd lived in a different world after that. Right. Another one I was going to point out is Andrew Dice Clay. Clay was like the king of controversial comedians until he was doing Ford Fairlane and movies like that. And then when he tried to make a comeback, that wasn't Dice. Which, you know, again, may not be a fan of, which is fortunate because I fucking hated Andrew Dice. Right. And again, I'm, I'm not saying that you'd have to be a fan of him, but you could see the difference in performance and, yeah. and ability to perform from one to the other. And, and, and again, that's why I go back to Robin Williams. He's one of the few that comes out of the Disney slash family style yeah. movies and is able, like the, the fucking Weapons of Mass Destruction tour that he did you know, was, was as hard as live on Broadway. Right. From a guy who played the fucking genie in Aladdin, this guy still was able to punch it the way he, he does, yeah. he, you know? And yeah, he, he, he's, he's hard to beat in just about any freaking category, honestly. <laughs> you know what? Okay, so I like, I like Rebel Wilson, but I watched this show called Last One Standing in Australia. It's like, 10 really good like comedians in australia stay in the room and they have to try not to laugh have you seen that show don uh-uh you might want to i didn't find it funny and <laughs> and i want to know am i the only one because i thought it would be hilarious 10 really good comedians doing their skits doing weird stuff i thought i would laugh I don't know why, but this show is not funny. But Rebel, I mean, Rebel Wilson brings in 10 really good comedians. I'd like to get mm. your take on it. Last That's one great. standing. Last, last one laughing. Sorry, last one laughing. LOL. It's funny you mention that because I, I kind of have the same feeling when it comes to celebrity roasts. When we were talking about the Friars roasts and everything else back in the day, the Dean Martin roasts. They were those hilarious. were fucking awesome. They were hilarious. And then I watched the modern ones and all respect, all respect to Jim Ross and of course the king of the roasts. Oh yeah, Je Greg Jeff Giraldo. Ross. Jeff Ross is funny. And and of course, Greg, the late Greg Giraldo was was an absolute talent and a beast. Yeah. But the modern ones where it's all dick and fart jokes and as many offensive fucking language uh, words. That because most of them aren't comics. It, it completely kills it. I mean, 
I, I would put Jeff Ross against fucking Don Rickle any day of the week, and Rickle would fucking own him. Oh, yeah. Without without Don Rickles, Don Rickles was fucking amazing. I loved him. But yeah, the, the, the old roast used to be mostly comedians on the dais. And that's why it was funny. And now they'll have one or two comedians that are all shock comics. Because yeah. Jeff, Jeff Ross is kind of funny. Uh, uh, Lisa Lampanelli's pretty funny. What's that? Lisa Lampanelli. Lisa, Lam- Lisa Lampanelli is garbage. Yeah, I agree on that. She is not funny. And I don't really care how much dick she takes. It's still a dick joke and it's still not fucking funny. And that's all she is. She well, that's all she talks nothing. about. What's that? that's That's all all she she talks about about. it's it's not funny to me that's that's the simple (laughs) dirty laugh that really does nothing but shock people there's there's no thought into her jokes it's all just let's be the dirtiest filthiest person i can fucking be that's what i didn't like about andrew dice clay but at least he had some he had some material he had some makeup of his jokes rather than just yep took another dick you know lisa lampanelli is not fucking funny but no the problem is they'll have like two or three comics on the roast now and then everybody else is a celebrity that has jokes written for them and they all suck because they're not comedians they don't know a shit about delivery yeah when i saw fucking what what the hell's his name with the clock flavor flav had a fucking roast why fucking why (laughs) <laughs> and that's what I don't get. And none of them were comedians. What fucking, what's the goddamn uh, football player that was at his fucking road? And it's not a fucking comedian. What was it? The, the dude from Tampa Bay. It was it Warren Sapp or some shit like oh, that? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is he doing doing road. a roast? He's not an entertainer or comedian. He's just a big fucker that tackles people. Why? I mean, get back to a roast that's actual, actually funny. The problem is comedy. They're Comedy Central roasts now, and Comedy Central don't know fucking shit about comedy. They haven't for a long goddamn time. <laughs> we finally right? broke on. Now, I think, I think, I think to be a happy medium for Lisa Lampanelli, and this, this, I'll, I'll go with this. Yes, she talks about her vagina way too much and nobody cares about it. But I think what makes her even more unfunny is that every other roaster that comes up that she's on the dais with, they all make the same fucking joke. How many black dicks Lisa Lampanelli has had in her? You know what I mean? And and it, yeah, it, I think that's what makes it funny. I haven't watched her stand up personally. I've seen her on, I think, two roasts. And she does always talk about taking dick. But usually it's like people that have taken dick true but i mean you, you you talk about warren Sapp. i think the worst roaster i ever saw and i think it was the donald trump roast if i'm not mistaken uh the worst one i ever saw is when they had mike the situation from jersey shore go up oh god oh my god did he bomb oh he yeah was well that that's the thing horrible. i i haven't watched one in a long time and i fucking can't just because i mean of that <laughs> because of that they're not fucking comedians they were fucking terrible. They're not even funny when they're trying to be funny or right. paid to be funny. Why would you want? But yeah, they need to have just comedians up there. But like Billy Crystal's probably not available. So I mean, like, who are they gonna get? <laughs> well, they used they used to be good enough that they draw the big names in, and now since they're they're such crap their ratings suck so they can't get anybody worth a shit to do it 
Well, why don't they get you to do it? You'd probably be the star. Man. He has to prove he's a roaster. What's that? He has to prove he's a roaster. Yeah, I'm. I I've done a couple roasts and they're fun, but it's not really my thing. I'm not. I'm not a mean comedian. The only person I really make fun of on stage is me. <laughs> yeah i'd be i'd be completely down like to do an episode where we actually do a, a roast to somebody like say for somebody's birthday or something like that problem is is the only ones that would be good at it is don the rest of us we're not comedians we'll probably write some we shit should do out. a valentine's day roast of ourselves like of each other like you know love you so much that it hurts like come on let's let's do something funny fun for valentine's day Don would lead. He, instead I'm, of doing I'm, the news buffet, he the, could roast the last, me. The last roast I did, I was I was in a really weird place mentally and emotionally, and I was going to back out, but I did it anyway. I had like three jokes written, and that's all I had. The rest of the time, I was just fucking mean. <laughs> so you were you were Bill Burr in Philadelphia. <laughs> If you're roasting Valentine's Day, you could be as mean as you want. And and the guy the guy that we roasted, he requested it. He asked, which is like that's the worst thing you can do is ask your for your own roast. It's like who the fuck are you? But I, I yeah, I love that. And and he he had like a handful of things that he thought we were gonna pick on. Nobody touched him. We went for shit that was gonna sting. <laughs> i'll tell you what i'm down with it if we want to do a valentine's day roast i'm down with it we want to make on the guest of honor or the uh major uh, the host of it i'm absolutely down with it on one condition don has to dress like cupid no no that's that's out i don't know if i want to see him in the diaper i'm sorry but i respect don that's not what you said the last time (laughs) you're changing your oh wait that's sorry sorry (laughs) <laughs> what do you, you mean guys- you don't want chris joining in gotcha okay what do you guys say hey hey, hey. i got asked just like just like bill clinton i was asked a long time ago is it boxers or briefs and i went mm, depends yeah. um, <laughs> um but what do you guys think would you want to see a valentine's day roast here on breaking the fourth wall weekly that's one we would have to have the whole panel we would have to have everybody because everybody's got to be involved that that couldn't we be your four people. We got to have everybody. See the the, on, the only reason I don't want it is I would be the main target. No, you would. No, no, no. We would be attacking <laughs> Valentine's Day. We wouldn't I be mean, attacking like. Oh, so roasting Valentine's Day. Okay. We could, yeah. we could roast Valentine's Day, but like in any in any true roast, we're still going to take a jab at each other too. Oh yeah, absolutely. You get a you get a mess with everybody not. in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. But I'm talking about like roasting Valentine's Day or those stupid couples that post a picture together every single hour of every single day and then on valentine's day they don't propose so basically you know? what you're saying is do the same thing we did for christmas with the bad christmas pictures oh, yeah. dude i'm down with that let's do that let's do it that way let's do a roast where yeah we'll we'll introduce and we'll we'll pick on each other but then yeah. we we'll, we'll, we'll find the facebook pages good. we'll find the facebook pages where it's the shared page between the two <laughs> As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, to our listeners, I challenge you guys to send us the links of people you think we should be roasting. <laughs> send us those pictures. Send us those Facebook and Instagram links of the people you want to see us roast, and we will put it up on air and roast the shit out of them. 
Let's do it. I am down with that. That's a great idea. Now I'm sold on it. I still want Don in the Cuban outfit though. I might, I might surprise you. <laughs> you put it on, you might surprise everybody. Oh yeah. You got a beard coming out of that diaper. <laughs> yep. I didn't know they made huggies that big. <laughs> those are my big boy snuggies, is what those are. <laughs> are they pull-ups? <laughs> Hell no, they're Velcro. <laughs> they wouldn't be Velcro because every now and then you might hear. A <laughs> gotta check them. <laughs> gotta check them. That's horrible. That's that's the only time in the shows Don will never need a break. He'll just sit there with a smile and we'll all know. Yeah, yeah see this. <laughs> what was the movie Dirt, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? May I go to the bathroom first? Certainly. The funniest part, the funniest part is he'll be sitting there. And uh, this Thank ain't a you. newspaper, but pretend it's a newspaper. This this will be Don's screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it will be better than the one that you didn't mute your phone. I did not pee on air. Hey, I think you did a little bit more than that in that bathroom. You what? ran out of there really fast after flushing. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty sure you didn't wash your hands, you sicko. Yeah. There's a pandemic going around. Look, I'm the only one that touches the microphone, okay? Okay, that looks Please so don't do that again. Yeah. Do that. yeah, that was just not appropriate. Behavior. <laughs> Serenity's thinking I got talent, and Don's thinking I'm kind of turned on now. <laughs> nope. Not even close. <laughs> oh, okay. So I have a friend of mine that has a question for you, Don. Uh-oh. How do you wear a mask with your beard? And have you have you seen the new beard masks that hang down and give you some room? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like they look like, like a jock strap. It's always then. good to have something that hangs down and gives you a little room, honestly. It's, it's like the elephant trunk underwear, you know? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> My friend wants to grow out a beard and he thinks that he won't be able to do it because the mask will prevent it from growing long. Do you have any issues? Uh, well, mine was already long before the pandemic and uh, it's, it's not comfortable. It's kind of like wearing a hat. You're going to have hat hair. You're going to have mask beard. It, it <laughs> does happen. And that's where this part up here folds up and you got to keep doing this shit all the time when you take it off. It, it's, it's, it's obnoxious as hell. But yeah, I, I haven't had because I, I work in uh, medical centers, so I have to wear it. Yeah, every day, all day long, pretty much. So yeah, it's a. Uh, I hate it. It's, the it's COVID, a pain yeah. in the ass, but uh, it's it's not going to stop your beard from going. It's it's not like you're caging it in or something. And saying can't get any bigger than this. No, it'll it'll keep growing its hair. I got a question as a, as a person with a beard myself and you having a, a substantially longer one to mine, I have a bad oral fixation. Uh, you guys have probably you noticed with your microphone. <laughs> well, no, not with the microphone with, with my mustache. Like I get this one long hair that just won't trim. And then I wind up fucking like playing with it. Like, did you have that when you were growing your beard out? And if so, how did you break yourself of the habit? I 
didn't do that. When they get that long, I will I'll I'll pull them off to the side until I get a chance to clip them off. Because I don't I don't want to do the whole handlebar mustache thing. Fuck that. You know how much that hurts? I've plucked my eyebrows. That's fine. I've plucked nose hairs. That's fine. Pulling a hair out of your well, no, beard, don't, don't pull it out. Hurt. That's just dumb. <laughs> that fucking no. hurts. <laughs> I, I I have clippers that I go to keep to keep the sides and the front down, and then I do have I have a small pair of scissors that'll just snip snip across. Okay. Okay. It, yeah. yeah. Is it daily maintenance or not daily? Not weekly, maybe. It doesn't grow that fast. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, Chris has been trying to grow his out since the beginning of pandemic. Uh, no, I haven't. I've kept my beard this length uh, many times. I, I, no offense to Don, I don't want a beard that long. Yeah. <laughs> I want enough to keep my face warm in the winter, and that's it. But here's the thing: <laughs> I never, until a few years ago, I never kept a beard for any length of time. I would grow it out for a little bit, and I'd shave it off, and I was usually clean shaven. And, uh, I started working at a job at a hospital and I was hired in, I had the beard and I told him when I hired in, I said, if it's ever a problem, let me know. Oh no, no, you're fine. And about six months later, it's getting a little longer. And the boss says that beard's getting a little long. I was like, well, like I said, if it's ever a problem, let me know. I'll shave it. I don't usually keep one this long. About two weeks after that, he called me into the office to discuss their grooming policy, which my my beard it's it was long but it's not it's not all over the fucking place it's right. not crazy i keep it maintained and their their policy was you could have a beard and mustache neatly trimmed no other facial hair so the first thing i did is i looked at this policy hand me i started laughing i was like is this about my eyebrows <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about well he had been going round and round with the higher ups which i don't like to be on the radar of people that consider themselves higher ups right but apparently he's been going back and arguing on my behalf with the fucking big wigs at this hospital so i'm like well thanks asshole now i'm on their fucking radar and what happened was is they decided to change the policy because of my beard and their policy after that became we could have a beard, but it could not be longer than one inch of length. Well, I was get I was on I was about to shave the damn thing off anyway, and I decided at that moment that as long as I worked in that hospital, I would never have a beard less than a fucking inch long. And that's the only reason I've kept my beard as long as I have is because they pissed me off by changing the policy. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'll never fucking shave it so long as I work here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, the wording is so stupid. You can exactly. have a beard and mustache, but no other facial. That's what, what it said. A beard and mustache. Your <laughs> <laughs> is this about my eyebrows and he just looked at me funny i was like did you not fucking read this before you handed it to me <laughs> <laughs> and i really i thought about coming in the next day with my eyebrows shaved off if i didn't if you know i'd look fucking ridiculous but i'm i'm the kind of dumbass that would do something like that just to make a point well some of those right. jokes fortunately i didn't <laughs> Those jokes would work though because it doesn't take long for eyebrows to regrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ask any woman who plucks them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but shaving them off, I don't think they ever regrow. Yeah, they do. Do they? Oh, oh yeah, because I've been drunk and <laughs> up with my eyebrows and they come back. <laughs> Thank God they come back. 
long as you don't narrow them off. Now, now getting that fucking Sharpie dildo off your forehead, that's a little harder to do. <laughs> but the eyebrows do grow back. Yeah. You wear it with pride, son. That's it. Okay. You should have come, you should have come into work with that on your forehead. That I'm to see yeah, what they yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hairy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord. Well, on that note, we normally would have uh, some words of inspiration. The only ones I can come up with is never let your mom brush your hair when she's mad at your dad. Children who have a well-balanced breakfast before school are the only ones to throw up in gym class. And remember that guy that said a bird in the hands worth two in the bush ain't been sticking his bird in the right bushes. That's about as And every one, every one of those, thank you, Gallagher. You're welcome. He knew where I was getting them from. He knew you gotta, where you got to give credit where it's due because every gonna one give. of those is from Gallagher. It is from Gallagher, and I, I absolutely give credit where it's due. But, uh, guys, thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed it. Don, why don't you tell them where they can find the Life Radio? You can find the Life Radio show at thelife1069.com. I'm also on Linktree at link, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash the Life Radio show. You can find me on Facebook as Don Smith Comedy, or no, Facebook is the life 1069 twitter is don smith comedy you can find me on facebook as don smith comedy too but that's my only fans and, <laughs> and uh you know everywhere else i'm i am everywhere you never know look in your closet right now i might be there you might oh shit <laughs> i better check <laughs> and serenity uh might as well let everybody know about the up and coming uh tinfoil hat because i know you don't like giving out the other information so you got a new tinfoil hat coming soon why don't you go ahead and let everybody know about that um yeah listen in we're gonna be discussing some different theories about the georgia guidestones and population control conspiracy time yay and of course guys if you want to see tinfoil hat society or any of our other podcasts make sure you hit that like button thumbs up uh share subscribe you know comment we want to hear your comments especially about the uh, celebrity roast <laughs> that the, the, i'm sorry the valentine's day roast that's what it is the valentine's day roast and of course if you prefer in an audio only format you can find us on anchor.fm apple itunes spotify pandora iHeartRadio, and all the places you can find audio podcasts we have a link tree too but unlike don i don't remember what the fuck it is but it is in the description <laughs> down below so go ahead and hit it there and guys thank you for joining us this week uh we should have a full panel next week it was a, a fluke thing of, of time we had to record which reminds me that this will probably be up before it is time. Make sure you jump over to the Life Radio tonight, because Mr. Don well, Smith, I'm, I'm not. It's not on the Life tonight. It's actually uh, Ciphered Knowledge with Chrissy is going to be the show I'm doing tonight. Oh, okay, well, yeah. well, tell everybody to go check That's that. It's going to be live. Yep, it, it'll be it'll be live at 8 p.m. this evening. Yep, Eastern time. So go check that out, guys, and we will catch you on the next Breaking the Fourth Wall Weekly. Later. Why am I going to fucking hit?